I actually made notes Ooh. of what to talk. I have I have a corrections corner that I'll have to do. Um, I'm trying to get my life together. <laughs> you do you, honey. Audity podcast. All things creepy, cryptic, otherworldly. good are we golden yes yes we are golden yay i have all the stuff and things to talk about because i haven't seen you in a couple weeks i know it has <laughs> it's been a minute how was your cruise it was good um i think like i told you i would never ever ever do an 11 day cruise like as a cruiser but obviously like being there for different reasons it right like i really wasn't like i was visiting you know right 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 so it was fun um the ship's really nice because it's one of NCL's largest ships. Oh, cool. So, like, that's always helpful as yeah. well. The entertainment was great. The whole staff on board was great. Yeah, it was just... That's awesome. It was a good time. The water, though, was rocky. Like, was, it wasn't... So, I don't want to blame the water. It was really, 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 really windy the entire okay. time. We actually had to skip two ports. What? Because they couldn't, like, stabilize the boat to dock. And... That's- I've never heard of that. Right, me either. So the first one was actually a a tender port, you know, where you have to like get in the little boat to go. Yeah. So in the tenders, the water was too rough for the tenders. Oh, that's terrible. And so, but it was, um, that one was at Norwegian's private island. So they were just like, we'll just go ahead. And we went to Nassau and it was kind of cool because we got to do an overnight in Nassau. Oh, really? Yeah. Because we were scheduled to be there the next day. Okay. So okay. they just went early. Which was really cool because, like, the cast and everybody, they haven't seen land at nighttime since they got on the boat. Oh, I'm sure. And so that was kind of cool. We were able to go out. And if cruisers wanted to, like, get a hotel or go, like, they could. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. Um, but then the second one, it was just too windy for them to actually dock. And so, like, the ropes that they used to tie it off, like, they damaged three of them, they said, trying oh, to shit. dock. And so we just didn't go there. Um, Is it El Nino or something? I don't know. I don't know because every time we were at a port, like the weather was nice. I think it only rained once the whole time. And it is rainy season, but like, I don't know. It was just really, really windy. And that was the main thing. It it wasn't just like really high seas. It was just really windy making the sea choppy. Huh. Absolutely um, not. But you had a good time. Yes, I had a great time. I don't really get seasick like that i'll get like lightheaded and all i have to do is go outside and like right you same. know so, unless there's a, too much alcohol yeah exactly <laughs> um but no it was a really good time and then uh yeah came home to the cold yeah it's it's awful it is cold and yeah. it's just like there's not snow on the ground no it was rainy season here too the sun's not it's hidden behind a layer of clouds yeah it's, yeah it's kind of depressing it's winter there. yeah it's almost february i mean february is always like the most depressing always. time of the year but i always feel like february just goes by in a flash yes so, because january I, I posted something on instagram yesterday welcome to january 74th yes <laughs> so so true oh but this is oddity files the, the podcast. podcast. I'm Kitsy Duncan. And I'm Clayton Abbott. And I just looked at the computer and I'm talking too loud. So I'm going to back <laughs> up a little bit, see if I can fix that. Um, we are a creepy, sometimes creepy, sometimes snarky, sometimes, you know, just informative podcast where we tell you about weird shit we find on the Google. Yeah. All over the internet. I'm actually, mine's kind of cool today. Um not getting ahead of ourselves, but I was just like, I'm going to look up something really obscure. So that's oh, what mine is. Today. Cool. Mine's <laughs> all over the fucking board. Oh, good. But I do have show notes. Um, I have a corrections corner and I totally stole that name from my favorite murder because I'm an obsessed fangirl. But when I had mentioned about the new Wonder Box that I'm going to make, right. I gave credit to Wolf Studios. That's his photography company. The credit actually goes to Wolf Music Studios. How dare you? I know. So thank you, Heather, for calling me out on that. Also, fucking Marjorie for the win. She made us a Patreon. We have a Patreon. No. 
not that I know anything about it <laughs> or what to do with it, but I know I'm supposed to mention Doug McLock's name because he was a $20 contributor. And for like a month, if they contribute $20, they're like supposed to get mentioned on yeah, absolutely. the podcast, I think. I don't know. But it's patreon.com slash oddity files, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. But I'm pretty excited about it. And I have to like figure out the ins and outs and any help anybody can provide with this. I'd like to make it something fun and yeah, something Yeah, it is exclusive. fun. And I think we can do a lot of stuff that's exclusive for our Patreon users, subscribers. Subscribers, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I feel like especially when we get to like investigations and season yes. four and all that, we can really like obviously the podcast is a great platform for us. But I still feel like it's our secondary platform. Yes. You know? Yes. The TV show on Amazon Prime, which we do have three seasons, it's kind of how, well, it's not kind of, it is how Oddity Files got started. Yes. And so once we get to, to filming for season four and all that, I feel like it can become even more fun. Absolutely. And I'm, I, I, I actually had a thought of maybe like you and I doing like a and a video that's yeah. just exclusive to Absolutely. that. So I don't know. I'm still mulling ideas around. And now that you're home, I'm going to have you mull ideas yeah. around as well. So we can make it fun for us and for them. Um, but yeah, if you want to support us, head over to patreon.com slash oddity files. Mm-hmm. And there's different levels yeah. where you can just tell us you like us or you can like support us, <laughs> you know. So check it out. We'll have more on that in future episodes where I finally understand what it is but one thing that that i feel like we haven't spoken about in a long time as we do gain popularity and have more views on the show and have more downloads on the podcast it is still important that the reason we're doing this is because we're an independent production we don't have talk about that enough yeah we don't have anyone behind us like a big network or anything like that 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 produces all this like it is solely independently done so that's why we're starting a Patreon, just to help. There are so many locations that we want to go yes. investigate. There are so many things we want to do, guests we want to have on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're just limited to right now, strictly because it's an independent production. So right. the and reason this, we're doing this the, stuff ain't cheap. No, it's not. And so the reason that we're doing this Patreon is to just kind of have a little bit more behind us, just to make it better for you guys. Yeah. yeah. It's not just to make money and call people out on the podcast right. or on the show. It's... It's to make better material. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you and I have been mulling around this idea of doing for one while. of these for a long time. Yeah. And, and Marjorie had texted me and she's like, I'm going to do this for you. And yeah. I'm like, yay, because I had no idea how to go about it. So also, I stopped at Inner Path where you had your Reiki healing yep. a couple weeks ago. Uh, my friend Heather was in town and she's all up, starting to get all up into all this stuff. And um, so I took her there. Her sister was collecting. No, she needed new tarot cards or something okay. like that. So we went in. And as I was checking out, I gave my email address, which is oddityfiles.com. And they're like, I know that name. And I'm like, Great. <laughs> well, I said, well, my friend was here a while ago and had a Reiki healing from Jackie, I think it was. Yes. And um, we do a podcast together. She's like, oh, no. It wasn't that. Somebody came in the store because they heard about it <laughs> on our podcast. And everybody was so excited that I had stopped in and I gave them all of our little four by six yeah. cards so they can check out our show because they had they had forgot to look it up after that person. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. In. So and I'm not tooting our own horn. It's, it no. was just kind of like, oh, somebody's heard of our show in person, <laughs> not on the Internet. Well, and we aren't shy about like if we... If we have an experience somewhere, like we we let you guys know where it was, who yeah. it was, and all that. Like we like we give credit where credit's due. So, yeah. you know, we love the inner path, and we both kind of had like a misunderstanding of what the store was. So then when we found out what it was, we're like, oh, this is awesome. I thought it was a Christian store. I'm <laughs> like not a, gonna lie, like a Christian bookstore. <laughs> but it's tarot cards and it's crystals and it's candles and even like witchy stuff like dragon's blood and and all yeah. that fun stuff well and what's crazy about the store <laughs> and the inner path they have not given us any money to be saying no, all this. <laughs> I, I actually give them way too much money when um, i purchase but shit one thing like that i said i really like about it is that it's not just 
it doesn't pinpoint like one belief or one like Mm-mm. they there are books on christianity there yes. there are books on buddhism and like figurines and like it's just belief yes and yes. that's what i think is really cool about the story. i do too i absolutely and do. i think like you can this sounds crazy but like when you walk in you can just like feel a good energy and the staff is knowledgeable. Yeah, but they're like, not crazy. No, no, not <laughs> at all. Like, I, uh, Heather had questions about tarot cards. The owner of the store calls them tarot cards. Of course. And I thought, of course, I've been pronouncing it wrong this whole time. But it's either tarot or tarot. Oh. But they had all, they answered all our questions. So I was really excited. I actually found while I was there, not quite a Ouija board, but it's called the Psychic Circle. Yes, she did. And it's similar to a Ouija board, but instead of like the, the sh- you know, the standard shape planchette, it's like a little glass thing. I, it's still in the box wrapped and I, I don't know that I'm going to open it, but I looked at her. I'm like, is this like a Ouija board? She goes, it's absolutely like a Ouija <laughs> board. It's just cuter and fancier and all that good stuff. Speaking of Ouija boards, I've gotten a few new ones. Since last time? Yep. <laughs> so Cassie, my daughter and I were at... The Antique Mall here in Bloomington, mm-hmm. Indiana, for those who don't know. And there was a glow-in-the-dark version of the Ouija board. It's second from the top oh, yeah. up there. And it was like 17 bucks. Oh, my gosh. Which I think it would cost that at a toy store. Yeah, absolutely would. And Trevor, Marjorie, this is going to be all about Marjorie. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Trevor, Marjorie's husband, had gotten me, it's up there behind the skulls. It's like a 1930s talking board that is in excellent shape. Oh, yeah. And then when you flip it on the other side, it's a checkerboard. Of so course. you can play checkers with the ghosts. <laughs> I thought it was really cool, though. And Marjorie got me all the fabulous crystals, which I'll go into that on another time because I've already been talking way too fucking long. <laughs> we, uh, I have all the information for our next live. Yes. I actually wrote it up on the board so I wouldn't forget. Our very first 2020 live podcast is going to be in Richmond, Virginia at GalaxyCon on February 28th at 8.15 in room E23A. That's a long room number. Yes, it is. <laughs> but I'm super stoked. Um, it's been a minute. Yeah, it has. It seems. I think it's only been two months at this point, but it feels like two years. It feels done it. absolutely like two yeah. years. But I'm super st- excited to be doing the GalaxyCon circuit again. And as we're hoping to get some more. Yeah. And um, actually, Valerie, remember we investigated with mm-hmm. her in Louisville? She may have the hookup for us in Louisville. Oh, great. At a place we've investigated in the past. Oh. And that's all I'm saying. So, Valerie girl, get on that. <laughs> um, rate, review, and subscribe, guys. Always. If, if you like what we're doing, let us know. If you don't, just go on your merry way. <laughs> we don't need to hear anything else from you. Um, we do have a paranormal in the news that I know you're excited about. I am. <laughs> Actually, it was posted in our... Facebook fan group this morning, Yes, which today is Thursday. This will go up tomorrow on Friday. And it was Tanya that posted it in there. And where did I put it on here? So there was a tweet Mm -hmm. from the Washington State Department of Transportation East. Yes. And the tweet says, Sasquatch spotted. Literally. Did you see the pictures? Yep. I'm looking at it right now. So the tweet says, I'm not superstitious, just a little stitious which I don't know what that means. Have you noticed something strange on our Sherman Pass State Road 20 webcam before? If you look closely by the tree on the left, there looks to be something that might be a Sasquatch. We'll leave that up to you. It. I don't know if it's somebody dressed as fucking Sasquatch. I don't know either. Like if they're trying to, I, I don't know. It's not like it's April Fool's Day. I don't know if it's some dude dressed up. I mean, it legit looks like a Sasquatch. It really, really does. I wish I I knew how big that tree was so I could. I know. Well, I'm like scrolling through the responses on the tweet now. So those of you that have no idea, have not seen this photo yet, are not part of our Facebook fan group, which is Oddity Files fan group on Facebook. Um, we'll post this on our Instagram in our stories. Yes. And on Instagram, we're at Oddity Files. But mind blown. What are the, what are I? I never read comments. So are they all assholes? No. Oh, good. On our Sherman Pass State Road 
20. Oh, all kinds of Sasquatch gifts in there. In their comments. I love it. So, yeah, their, um, their Twitter is at WSDOT underscore East if you want to check it out. They have a lot of webcams. Oh, I thought you were going to say Sasquatch sightings. I was going to be like, what? I'm moving. Okay, so I am definitely going to be checking out these webcams. And I, I may fall into a deep rabbit hole of <laughs> W s dot webcams i do have one more quick it's not really paranormal in the news but i found it hilarious because you know valentine's day is coming up yes and this story is actually from last year and what zoo is it so the el paso zoo last year Uh had this thing where you could submit your ex whatever's name and they would name a cockroach after that person and then feed it to the meerkats. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> it's not paranormal, but it's fucking hilarious. That is hilarious. And weird. And I fucking love it. I guess um, this year they haven't announced what they're going to do, but it's going to okay. be something similar. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure there was like a donation involved <laughs> and things like that. So I definitely want to check out the El Paso <laughs> Zoo I don't know if that might be like a live webcam deal as well. So, but I have quite a few names I would put on that list. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I don't know who goes first. Oh, fuck. Um, I'm pretty sure I go first. Yeah, let's go with it. Okay. (laughs) So many of the most famous urban legends in the U.S. are focused on like ghost stories, what we just talked about, Bigfoot, the time your neighbor saw UFO, all that sort of yeah. thing. But there are reasons other than ghosts and aliens, but especially in Ohio, Michigan, and Connecticut. In the suburbs of these states, locals fear a race of humanoids called melonheads. Each state has its own variation of the melonhead I've urban legend. I always wanted to know more about this, so yay. But everyone who has claimed to have seen these creatures give the exact same description. First theorized in the 1970s, melon heads are said to be completely bald with misshapen, like, light bulb-looking heads, deformed arms, legs, teeth like daggers, and luminous red eyes, of course. Well, I never want to meet one. Appearance aside, the most terrifying thing that every melon head legend has in common is that they were a human at one point. Like, a very normal human. The Melonhead sightings in Michigan began at the Felt Mansion in Holland, Michigan. the town of Michigan. But the first-hand accounts have spread across other parts of the state, such as the woods of Ottawa County and Allegan County. Some Mich- Michigan locals believe that Melonheads are what is left of the children at the, ju- at the Junction Insane Asylum <gasps> near Felt Mansion. What? The children were all suffering from hydrocephalus? A condition that involves an unusually large amount of cerebral spine fluid that builds up in the brain. This is in the brain. real. Okay. Like that is I what I've heard of that, yes. But that is what people at or kids at this junction insane asylum in felt were there for. Oh, okay. And so and now like people are seeing these things, so they're you know, whatever. If there is an early onset of hydrocephalus it often leads to physical swelling of the head okay so the skull actually grows out oh my god that sounds so painful right it has been said that the children were physically and emotionally tormented at the asylum until they were eventually turned loose to fend for themselves in the forest that's the legend Yeah. yeah although this version of the legend has been passed along for multiple generations allegan county historical society claims that there was Actually, never even an asylum near Felt Mansion. Okay. An, al- an alternative local theory is that the children resided in the Felt Mansion and mysteriously fled, taking shelter in local caves and just, you know. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Others believe that the children murdered the doctor who abused them and hid pieces of his body throughout the mansion. Oh, let's go with that one. I like that yeah. one. <laughs> so I actually found Melonheads because the most famous instance of them is in ohio like they're most seen in ohio okay so ohio's melon heads are said to spend most of their time lurking in the suburbs of kirtland like the michigan legend the the legend in ohio is centered around children under the care of a dangerous doctor 
Only this legend places the children in an orphanage rather than in an asylum. So similar, but not. Yes. Known mainly by the name Dr. Crow, this doc was supposedly responsible for performing scientific experiments on the children, causing their hair to fall out and their bodies to mature. Also similar to the Michigan myth is the theory that these children were also diagnosed with a hydrocephalus. I'm hoping I'm saying that. <laughs> Cephalus. If not, you just fixed it. Great. However, in Ohio, legend has it that Dr. Crow made the children's heads even larger by injecting their brains with excess fluid. So if it wasn't enough that these kids were going through this, he said, here's more. He's like a true, like, villain. Yeah. After murdering the sadistic doctor and setting fire to the orphanage, the children led a feral life in the woods, becoming cannibals. Well, that's hence the jagged teeth. Exactly. So, in southwest Connecticut, there are several versions of the Melonheads myth. The most popular version tells the story of Melonheads that survived a fire in their asylum in the early 1960s. The patients took refuge in the woods around Fairfield County and New Haven County, their deformities being the result of cannibalism and inbreeding. Oh, that Mm kind of makes sense. (laughs) Another theory is that the Melonheads date back to colonial times and that they were members of the Shelton Trumbull family tree, after which two Connecticut towns were named. In this variation of the legend, the Shelton Trumbull clan were exiled on the charge of witchcraft, and their only chance of survival was to seek shelter in the woods. And once again, the Melonheads' disfigurement is attributed to inbreeding and feeding on anyone who wandered through their home. Well, this is the slightly terrifying legend. Yes. I, in my head, envision them as alien-human crossbreeds. Ooh. Hence the ginormous head. No, this also, like, how has there not been a movie about this? Especially I, the yeah. Connecticut one. Like, the Connecticut one's terrifying. Yeah. But we obviously will never know no. where they came from or even if they exist at all. But if you plan on going into the woods in Ohio, Michigan, or Connecticut, just be careful. Have, because ca- have they, your camera ready. They might be hungry. But I will show you an actual x-ray of someone with oh, okay. that. Which, again, will be on our Instagram. Story. Oh, it legit looks like an alien. Yes. Like, the top of their skull is massive. It's like, ginormous. Massive. So, that paired with, like, the fact that that is real mm-hmm. paired with... The legend, it's like, it makes sense. There just may not have been quite as many. I mean, even if it's inbreeding, I mean, the chances of every child being born with that. Right. Well, and like, I'm assuming people with this don't live a normal, like, health-wise life. Like, I'm assuming they have to be like on medication and all this stuff. So if they're just out and about in the woods. Yeah. I doubt they're like or whatever. slipping yeah. in Walgreens once a month to <laughs> yeah. fill their subscription. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that I've always wanted to know more about them. I I'm sure I've seen a mysteries of the museum or something about them. Um, but I thought it was just on the East Coast. I didn't realize it was out this way yeah. as well. Well, most of the stories that I found were in Ohio. But again, it's one of those like hundred witnesses all saying the same thing. So right. like yeah. Yeah. But that's a good one. I like that. I'm still going to go with alien slash human crossbreed. So my story is fucking bizarre. Okay. It's it's recent. Okay. It happened last year. Um, But it's kind of paranormal and it's totally filled with conspiracy. Ooh. And I found the story in the book called Paranormal Crimes by Conrad Bauer. I forgot i had downloaded it onto my kindle and i was looking for things to go by and i started reading it when i was at the immediate care and i'm taking notes as i'm like no all up snots anyway the story goes a little something like this prepare yourself for twists and turns and some batshit crazy thrown in for good measure prosecutors say that bucky wolf 26 killed his brother in Seattle in early 2019 by stabbing him in the head with a four-foot-long sword. Oh, my gosh. First of all, that's terrifying. Where is this going, if that's how it starts? Oh, you just wait. (laughs) Twists and turns. Uh. 
Bucky Wolf called 911 and admitted killing his brother, saying that God told me he was a lizard. A lizard. A lizard. And telling the dispatcher to kill me, kill me, I can't live in this reality, according to court documents. Wolf, who prosecutors say exhibited signs of mental illness, uh-huh. called police himself after killing and claimed he thought his brother was a lizard, according to the Seattle Times. When the te- detectives arrived, they asked, he asked them if he saw the other lizard people. So he just, it's a whole thing. Okay. Um, James Wolf was, his brother was found dead by Seattle police with the weapon still protruding from <gasps> his head. Yes. When Bucky Wolf was taken to Seattle Police Headquarters, he informed detectives that their eyes were changing. I picture that scene in the first Men in Black where it, like yes, the eyelids yep. blink one way and then they blink another. According to authorities, Wolf appeared to be hallucinating, telling detectives who interviewed him that he could see lizards, other lizards in the interrogation room. Why does this sound familiar? It just happened last year. Okay. And that the in, actual investigator's eyes were changing in front of him. He also claimed to... He claims to have schizophrenia. Uh, that sounds like a cop out to me. Right. I hope they all did a talk screen on this guy because, I mean, well, he's got to right. be on something. Has to be on something. Yeah. But that's where the story ends on Google. Here's what happened. They took him in. Nothing else. There's no family members who came forward. No ex-girlfriends claiming he was into reptile porn. No neighbors saying that he was quiet and creepy. Just plain nothing. Which is kind of sketchy. Whoa. So loads of articles talk about his political association. And I tried not to make this political. Yeah, yeah. I left some information out because it was fucking terrifying. Okay. Um, And no matter how hard I tried, I can't leave it all out of the story. So on his Facebook page, Wolf posted often and militantly about Christianity and President Trump. He also described himself as a believer in QAnon, in which... The theorists believe the U.S. government and others are plotting schemes against the Trump administration and its supporters. Okay. But is this about politics? Is it about mental illness? Or is it something more? Are there really lizard people? According to BuzzFeed News, some QAnon supporters believe that the global elites that they loathe are actually lizard people. (laughs) That's where it takes a turn. So are you like me and have no fucking idea what QAnon is? Well, here's the cliff notes. Can you spell that? It's Q, capital Q, capital A, and then N-O-N. So it's like QAnon, like anonymous. So QAnon springs from a series of cryptic clues that started to be posted online in October 2017, starting on 4chan, which I don't know a whole lot about. I've just heard of it several times when it comes to conspiracies. Before migrating to the even more fringe 8chan, which I didn't know existed until I found this, um, the anonymous person behind the clues goes by the name Q. Huh. A reference to high-level government security clearance, which I thought it was like 007 shit. Anyway, um, the Anon in QAnon refused to both Q himself and Q's nameless supporters, the Anons. Okay. So there's cliff note version yes. on QAnons. So Q is supposed to be revealing his top secret information via the clues he posts everywhere, Mm -hmm. which the Anon fans have dubbed breadcrumbs. They're written in short bursts in a reference-heavy style that's part poem, part ransom note. I didn't want to dive too deep into this. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I don't even watch the news. This is like too much (laughs) political shit for me. QAnon's followers believe Q is either a highly placed White House staffer or even Trump himself. Okay. All the way to the top, people. (laughs) Anyway, more mundane theories about Q's identity abound, but there's not much compelling evidence pointing in any direction. But come on, I know you, you have to be thinking it too. It's probably more likely some internet troll. Right. Who's been living in their parents' basement for a decade or three after college graduation. And they have nothing better to do than stir up shit on the internet. Yes. It's totally has to be. who I vision this person to be. So let's touch on these lizard people, shall we? The idea of shape-shifting lizards taking human forms in a plot to rule America and the world has become one of the most majestic and marvelous conspiracy, conspiracy theories created by mankind. 
I've heard of it. You've heard yeah, of it. I think absolutely. we touched on it when we were going over like the the some airport in Colorado. Yes. Like lizard people lived underneath there. Yeah. Lizard people are cold blooded humanoid reptilians who have the power to shape shift into human form. According to David Ick, I C K E, I'm gonna call him David Icky. Um, a new age philosopher and one of the most prominent theorists on the lizard people game. These creatures have had their claws in humankind since ancient time. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, The world leaders like, oh, and world leaders like Queen Elizabeth, George W. Bush, the Clintons, and Bob Hope are all lizard people, according to this whack job. So, encroaching on other conspiracy theorists' territory Icky even claims that lizards are behind secret societies like the Freemasons and the Illuminati. And that was written in Time magazine. So, I mean, this is like legit new shit. So back in April of 2013, public policy polling conducted a poll, say that 17 times fast, asking people if they believe in the lizard elite. And the polling organization found that 4%... Four percent of Americans believe that lizard people are real. What? That's a lot of That's fucking a people. A lot of people. While another seven percent were unsure, that would imply around twelve million Americans believe this shit. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I didn't do the math. It was on some website that I'm sure yeah, yeah. I'll tag at the end of this article. But that's twelve million people. Okay, so let's say that these twelve million Americans know something we don't. Sure. Sure, just for shits and giggles. Now, how do I know you're not a lizard person, Clayton? Exactly. Exactly. How do I know anyone's not? Well, thank God David Icky put together a handy guide. Oh. Yeah. So take out your notebooks, listeners, because I have the top 10 signs someone you know may be a lizard person. This was the most fun to write. I'm not oh, going to lie. It, yes. <laughs> so number one, green eyes. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Number two, good eyesight or hearing. Oh, great. Uh, thank God I don't have that one. Um, having red hair. Oh, okay. okay. It's a ginger thing. I'm just, it is. Um, a sense of not belonging to the human race. Um, that uh, one's a little more. <laughs> well, sometimes I have those days. <laughs> Ex- unexplained scars on the body. Okay. Mm-hmm. A love of space. Okay. Which that means like and the claustrophobic, right? Okay. Uh-huh. Um, low pre- blood pressure. Okay. Um, having a smile where your bottom teeth show. Smile for me. Like normally, my yeah. bottom teeth don't show. Do they? Yeah. A little bit. Okay. Yeah, me too. Okay. <laughs> um, eyes that change size. What? What does that mean? I don't know. Or eyes with abnormally sized pupils. Oh. Um, if you're in the dark, they're abnormal. Right. I mean, how do I know I'm not a lizard person? Exactly. I do have plans for world domination. Um, that includes skinny jeans being mandatory for all women over the age of 45. <laughs> um, ghost hunting should be taught in all public schools. Mm-hmm. This is when I take over the world. And wine and peanut butter M&Ms will Ooh. be the official dinner choice of the entire world. Okay. I mean, it sounds legit. So I'm there. Um, I do wake up with weird bu- bruises from time to time. Yes. Um, and they always say how amazing my blo- blood pressure is every time I go to the doctor. <laughs> and dun, dun, dun. I have green eyes, people. Well, I checked off five of them. Oh. I have green maybe, eyes. Maybe we're both lizard people. I have people. gray eyesight and hearing. Oh. I mean, I am a quarter ginger. Your beard's always ginger. Yes. Um, <laughs> there were two others. Towards the beginning. Um, love of space. I have Love that. of space. Um, our, and our bottom teeth show when we smile. Bottom teeth show. Okay. So we're planning to take over the world. Jokes it's on us. all of you. <laughs> um, so who are some famous people, the elite, if yes. you will, that are alleged lizard people? There's a list according to. Oh, I can imagine. Punky.com.au. Number five. We're going to go in reverse. Mark Zuckerberg. I mean... Okay. Kind of looks like a lizard. Number four, Donald Trump. Okay. Uh, Number three, Miley Cyrus. Oh. (laughs) Well. um, Number two, Queen Elizabeth. 
She's popped up twice wow. in this article. Number one, Justin Bieber. Okay. <laughs> the Biebs is a lizard person. <laughs> I mean... These people are crazy. I know. It's fucking awesome. And you know, like, the people that believe this, believe it. Believe it. I mean, yeah. look at Bucky. Yeah. Um, but I'm just going to put it out there. Everybody needs to stop bagging on Queen Elizabeth. She seems quite lovely. Lovely. So I'm taking her off the list. <laughs> um, so in the little bit I was able to find on Bucky. Oh, yeah. Remember him. He's why I yep. wrote the story. There's a downward spiral of him falling into this conspiracy on YouTube. Okay. Yep. YouTube. And at Travis underscore view spelled it all out on his Twitter post on January 10th, 2019. And that was the day after the incident. Whoa. Yes. So Travis did some sleuthing and followed all the likes on YouTube Bucky had made. Wow. I mean, what? People can do that? <laughs> I... I don't need people looking into what I liked <laughs> on YouTube, but I digress. Travis says, so this is like his tweets yeah. that he had posted it's with pictures and screen grabs. Yeah, he had nothing to do that day. <laughs> um, Bucky Wolf's early, earliest likes aren't about politics or conspiracy theories at all. Um, they were mostly fitness, motivation, and music videos, which normal. Good on him. Yeah. But then suddenly he started liking videos from Hunter Avalone. This is an alt-light YouTuber who makes a lot of anti-social justice warrior videos. Okay. What happened to poor Bucky? Maybe he just clicked on a link and he's like, oh, oh gosh. I've been enlightened. Um, after that, um, he had a phase where he watched free energy videos and then got into Alex Jones, Milo, and videos about left-wing autonomous militant anti-fascist groups oh my quick downward spiral um so he's getting into fringe political stuff but if we're still not yet on q anon or explicit white nationalism territory but then according to wolf's youtube likes he seems to discover rebel media proud boys which proud boys is really what he's known for and i'm not even fucking getting into that okay. shit because i'm livid um, Gavin McInnes and English far-right activist Tommy Robinson, the Proud Boys, are bad fucking news people. Around this time, he starts liking videos about gang-stalking paranoia. Didn't even know this existed. According to Urban Dictionary, gang-stalking is an organized harassment at its best, and it's the targeting of an individual for revenge, jealousy, sport, or to keep them quiet, etc. And... Bucky posted about this on his base, Facebook page that he was against this. Gotcha. And it also seems like it, it seemed like it would lead into this and he would be pro that, but he was against that. After this, Wolf starts getting into the real hard stuff. He starts liking videos from Red Ice TV, which is a channel that creates explicit white nationalist content. And then it finally comes, Bucky Wolf begins liking QAnon YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. One of the videos he likes is the highly popular Q, The Plan to Save the World, which has over 1.2 million views a year Crazy. ago. I'm sure it's yeah, more yeah, yeah. now. After this, he appears to become a fan of QAnon, Decoder, Praying Medic. Then starts liking stuff that's crazy. Even for QAnon, he gets into the shape-shifting and reptilian videos. So, I mean, we all get caught up in the rabbit yeah. hole of YouTube. Right. I mean, everybody's guilty of that. And But damn. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I didn't know the timeline of how quick this yeah, was yeah. or anything like that. And I don't even remember. But on August 31st last year, it was announced that Bucky Boy was competent to stand trial. Good. So he's, he's not crazy. He's not schizophrenic Good. like he claimed. He's being held on $1 million bail. Oh, my God. Gosh. Yes, and is being charged with second degree murder. And I had to search for that information. I feel like just shit's been wiped How old clean. is he? He's 26. Okay, yeah, he's I over think, 18. Yeah. You would think that would be everywhere. And he could potentially spend life in prison. Um, that's what he's up for, is life in prison. No family ever came forward? Nobody. Not that I can find on the internet. And he killed his brother. He killed his brother. That's weird. And there's... They're like not even like people he went to school with are coming forward and and saying things about him. Hmm. It's 
It's odd. Insane. But is it a cover-up? Was his brother a lizard person? <laughs> Are lizard people real? Did he real? see him mid-shapeshift? I, I don't even know. I want to talk to fucking Bucky. Let's go to Washington. Let's go. Is that where... Ugh. Yeah. Um, and I have no idea how to wrap up the story. No. I mean, There's... how do you? <laughs> I know. Oh, my gosh. It, but it included all my favorite things. Murdered, a cryptid, if you will, lizard yeah. people, and Justin Bieber. And, and conspiracy. A and the queen. <laughs> as lovely as she Whoa, is. That's crazy. I know that I've heard something about the idea of like elites being yes, shape-shifting. Just in like passing. Yeah. In other articles and right. things like that. That is absolutely insane. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, this... and like oddly comical. Like, I know. That's poor why brother. I know. Wrong place, wrong time. I, was it a, I don't even know if it was a younger brother or an older brother or... But oh, thanks to gosh. Google for yes. being the wingman, thedailybeast.com, at Travis underscore view on Twitter, HuffPost.com, Vox.com, Heavy.com, and FirstVigil.com. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't even figure out if he made bail. It doesn't say whether he's still in per- It's like there's nothing yeah. other than the initial story and the fact that it was so sensational but, I mean, he pretty much confessed and said, I did it. I killed my right. brother because he was a lizard. Literally called himself in. <laughs> I don't know. Insane, right? <laughs> I figured you'd get a kick out of it. No, well, it's just like one of those that you're like, what in the, like. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> people, like these people are out there. <laughs> There's apparently 12 million of them. 12 million people so if you see someone coming at you with a sword run and i didn't want to get into like these message boards because i'd have been there for hours oh my gosh yeah but there you have it kids the story of bucky wolf killing his brother because he was a lizard with a sword of a sword through his head you know they sell swords at comic-con so there's a weapons check to get into comic-con but once you're in you can buy a sword don't even get us started I know. on that shit. We actually, like she said, this episode's all about Marjorie. It is. We have, she sent us a listener story. She did. And she recorded it. She recorded it. Herself. She's like, I tried to write it 75 times and I just can't write it right. So That's I'm just going to record it. Perfect though, because we've asked people to do that. Exactly. So here it is. Hi, Oddity Files. This is Marjorie. Long time listener. First time recording. And wanted to share a story with you guys. I'm not good at writing things down, so I figured I would do it this way. This was probably about four or five years ago. And I was at Barnes & Noble's here in Lafayette. And I was sitting in the pagan section. I was looking at palm reading books, actually. And I was studying some information. I was just sitting on the floor. And this woman kept walking past... Like she'd walk in front of me and then it'd be a couple seconds and I noticed that she's walking behind me and then again and again and again and it just kept happening and I was very confused as to why this woman was, I don't know, like picking me out of the whole entire store. And then finally she stops and says, excuse me. And I look at her and I'm like, yeah, you know, and true, we don't trust anybody fashion. And she says, something is telling me that I need to talk to you. And I just wanted to find out if it's okay if I sit down for a minute. And at this point, I'm looking around, making sure there's other people in the area. And I'm a little freaked out, like, um, sure. So she sits down and she's like, so do you really believe in this stuff? And I was like, this stuff? What do you mean? And she says, you know, the stuff that you're reading, this uh, pagan witchy stuff. And I said, yes, actually, I do. And she says, that's cool. I mean, I do, too. I just some people come and look at it and they they make jokes or they're doing it just for research purposes. So I wanted to make sure to ask. I said, "Okay, what can I do for you? Very apprehensive, very weird. And she's like, I see that you have a palm reading book. And I said, yeah. She's like, do you read or are you learning or what's the thing? And I said, well, I've always been able to read, but I want to learn some newer tricks and trades and stuff like that. 
So she said, that's cool. Um, again, very random and very strange, but something is telling me I need to talk to you. Do you mind if I read your palm? And I was like, okay. Now something is really weird. I'm literally, not literally, freaked out. And so I sat, I sat there kind of confused for a second and I was like, okay, there's people in the store, there's cameras, she's not that big, if needed, I could take her down. So I decided to say yes. And so I handed her my right hand, which is typical for a reading. And she barely touches my hand and she's like, oh my God, oh my God. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And she, I'm looking around like, oh God, who saw that? Where am I? What's going on? And she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Let me try that again. And she reaches for my hand again and she's like, holy shit. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? At this point, I'm, I'm over it. And I'm just like, what the hell is going on? And so she's like, do you understand what you are? And I was very baffled and very confused. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, have you ever heard of a lighthouse in the spiritual world? And I said, yeah, basically a lighthouse is someone who attracts spirits to them sometimes can feel them, hear them, talk to them, but most of the time they're like a beacon showing them the way home. So spirits are consistently passing through said persons. And she's like, have you ever experienced things like that or cold chills and hot weather or, you know, the typical mumbo jumbo about spirits being around you? And I'm like, yeah, all the time. And she's like, you are one of the most powerful lighthouses I've ever met. And when I touched your hand, I literally felt an energy pass through you. So of course I was freaked out and I sat there for a minute. She read my palm and everything about this woman was genuine after this fact. I wasn't scared of her anymore. And she read my palm and I've never met her at all for anything. And she told me things about my life that blew me the fuck away. And ever since then, I've kind of embraced the lighthouse in me. Um, and I'm trying to avoid becoming like the next level, which is called a soul keeper, which then they don't pass on. They stay with me. And uh, Kitsy knows about this where um, she knows that I can feel energies, even in just looking at something, not necessarily having to be around it. And I've always had this quote unquote power to be able to do that. And ever since I had this conversation with her and this realization with her, everything has been so much stronger and I can feel energies in, in a lot of different things. And it's just kind of like, um, accelerated those things. So I just thought I'd share a little neat thing that happened to me and that things have happened. I can see energies in pictures. I can see energies in objects. Um, on the phone, just all kinds of different crazy things, but it's, um, always been there, but I've never really acknowledged until the last four or five years when I've actually felt it like practice and centered myself with it. So just something to share about me where it's not really paranormal or ghost stories or cryptid. Um, it's just a little interesting fact and, the fact that this woman randomly came up to me seems to be a little bit on the spooky side. But anyway, I love your guys' show. I love you. And I hope everything keeps going on and goes on. Wow. That's crazy. I would freak the fuck out, first and foremost, yeah, no if this lady kidding. freaked out touching me. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, what, do I have cooties? That's nuts. Yeah. But that's really cool. As you guys know, we... We love Marjorie and everything so that she does for us. Yeah. And so thank you again just for providing even more for us. Yeah. This episode um, has been all about you, girl. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But if you guys have stories, we're always wanting more because we love your stories. And you can send them to us at Oddity Files. Uh, let me speak clearly. Oddity Files crew at Gmail. Dot com. I actually um, was in the salon the other day getting wax and I was talking to my waxing girl and somehow we got a paranormal. It somehow. just happens. <laughs> I don't know how. Um, and she is so excited about the podcast and she was telling me stories Whoa. that I hope she submits. 
but I'll give you a little teaser. Her grandfather was part of the Salvation Army and witnessed exorcisms. Oh, we had all the Whoa. stories going on. So hopefully Sydney will send that. Yeah, and I'm actually going to go see so her cool. later this afternoon. So I'll bug her about that again. Yeah. But yes, we want your stories. We want you to follow us on all the stuff and yes, things. Yes, please. At Oddity Files on Twitter and Instagram. And then on Facebook, we're just Oddity Files. We have a website. Oh, I had a new merch. You did? Yeah, the new um, podcast logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which still isn't showing up on iTunes. I don't know what I did yes. wrong there. So yeah, you can check that out at OddityFiles.com. And we have other merch there. I took down all the merch that... Old wasn't stuff. really yeah, selling, yeah. so it's it's a little more limited now. Also, like we said before, we have a Amazon Prime show we called do. Oddity Files, of course. You can check us out there. I think that's everything. Again, we're going to be in Richmond, Virginia on February 28th at 8.15 p.m. in room E23A. I'm yeah. hoping there's no lizard people there or melon heads. I mean... Actually, I'm hoping they distance. are there. Yeah, yeah. Because I want selfies with them. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Um, but yeah, we have all already had a couple people excited that we're going to be out on the East Coast yes. doing this, saying that they're coming. So yay, we can't wait, wait to meet you all, guys. But I think that's our show I for think today. That is it. Cool beans. No, it's been a good one. Yeah. <laughs> good stories. Weird stories. But weird is the new cool. Goodbye. Ghost on. Oddity Files is an independent production. Intro music created by DJ Jimmy. Wah, wah. The opinions expressed on this show are ours and ours alone. Our logo was created by me. If you like the show and would like to support us, you can watch Oddity Files on Amazon Prime. You can buy merch at oddityfiles.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at oddityfiles or on Facebook at facebook.com slash oddityfiles. You can even join our weird little Facebook group called Oddity Files Fan Group. It's a closed group, so you'll need approval, but we do approve everyone. Most importantly, you can help us spread the word. Tell a friend, tell an enemy, tell your boyfriend, tell your ex-boyfriend, tell your grandma, tell everybody, share and retweet. Just help us get the word out. We appreciate each and every one of you and couldn't do this without you. If you have a story you want to know more about or a personal story you'd like to hear us read during an episode, email us at oddityfilescrew at gmail. If you have a corrections corner, go ahead and give us a call. It's 317-300-6699. If you have a venue you'd like us to do a live podcast at, Reach out at oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. Also, take a couple minutes, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on all the major podcast apps. It also helps us get out there and in front of the public eyes. And remember, kids, weird is the new cool.